already know she can get it. Body goes, she the realest. Got the whole club attention. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Excessive Podcast. I'm Aiden. Today I'm joined with John. Hello. And today we have a special guest joining us, R&B Hunter. What's good, everybody? It's Mr. R&B. <laughs> I'm finishing it, you. <laughs> you guys might know him from uh, his newest song called The Best, which is out now. We're going to have the link in the description, so make sure you blow that up. Um, so, Hunter, how would you describe yourself and your music for those who are just finding out about you now? Uh, that's easy. I would describe myself as uh, very rhythmic, very sensual, always catering to the ladies. Uh, my music style is a little different. See, it's R&B, but it's R, let it in, let it be. Just in the name itself, I just try to push it, you know, push the envelope, push it past where it's already gone. So I'm definitely incorporating all kinds of genres, EDM, rock, pop, house, you name it. Everything's R&B to me. Word. Word. Yeah, no, I see you do, you've done a couple, like, uh, songs with uh, Matrix, uh, the producer, and he, he, you guys like to, like, really, like, do, like, the, I don't yeah, know, like, that EDM pop vibe. Yo, me and Mitch is locked in, yo. It's crazy. Like he got a he got a whole different vibe for himself that just just pushed my level of creativity. Yeah, especially with the uh what was it, the song Scream, I think was what one of the more popular ones. Um oh, I remember yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the music video for that and seeing, you know, the just just the production of the song. That was that was a really cool uh drop. Good looking, bro. Yeah, Scream was one of my uh, favorite projects to work on actually. Cause it just opened me up to a whole new view of listeners and even the listeners that I already have are like Damn, that's you. I'm like, yeah, it's R&B. <laughs> <laughs> so, when did you um, when did you realize that you enjoyed singing primarily? Um, singing was always kind of my thing, you know. Since since I could before I could talk, honestly, um, it's always been like my constant. Like anything was going on, I always found myself singing. So I just kind of clung on to it and made it into you know its own life. What? Well. Do you um was there like a realization that you knew like you could like like really sing or is it just kind of like you just kind of felt like you already had that gift to like do it? Um, so it's a little bit of both. I always known that I could do it. Like people in my family could sing, so it was just something that I eventually like. like okay, cool. But in my head, I'm like everybody can sing. So once I got like you know into my own into my, into the you know real world. People are like, oh, damn, like, you got it. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, maybe I really do got a little something. So I think <laughs> probably around, like, 12, 13, I was like, yeah, I can really do it. Word. That's fire. Word. Um, so the new single, The Best, that is out now. Make sure you guys go check it out and listen to it. Stream it. Um, Stream that. everywhere. What What is kind of, like, the background to that song? What is, like, the meaning of it? Uh, so The Best actually came about, like, we a long time ago actually like right before the pandemic hit so it, i had just started like you know getting into the club and bar scene you know hopping around meeting different people singing everywhere of course and it was literally based on like the type of shit that i saw while i was there so you know um the spire john walks in with the dudes with the chains the all the bottles and she looking past all of them but she she going to find something different like somebody somebody who's not doing the most trying to get her attention and I, I've myself been involved in a situation like that where it's like she walking past everybody coming straight to me like you know R&B right I'm looking for the best type shit Damn. Word. so you're on a song called um, Outside with uh, some crazy features we got the game in there like how did that yeah. how did that whole song come together so pretty much uh, Outside came to be about um, 
Jamil hit me one day. He's like, yo, I got this, uh, I got this song I want you to be on. You know, it's about, you know, summertime, you know, the vibe and everything. Like, there's a song called Outside. So I'm like, all right, bet. Uh, he sends me to, he sends me everything through. I come through, we record. I got invited out to LA. He didn't tell me why. One day he just hit me like, yo, what are you doing this day? I'm like, I can't make because, you know, work and everything. But when he came back, he was like, I got a surprise for you. I got a legend to be on this. So I'm like, like, come on, like, be for real. Like, what legend did you get? I'm thinking in my head, like, you don't think it's small. I'm like, who, like, who could you have possibly got? He plays this shit and it's the game. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> I mean, that must have been insane. That's like, I mean, that, that's one of my childhood. Like, that's yeah. that's what I grew up listening to, the game, for sure. You know, fact, I, I, I got so much, like, love from, like, you know, that older crowd. People that like studied the game, grew up listening to the game. It was it was different. Yeah, that's that's insane. Would you say that's like? Would you say that's like your uh, when it comes to music, one of your childhood heroes, the game, or would you say like there was other like? Is there any other like artists that would be like just as much as uh, an there, icon to you? I could definitely say other artists. Like I wasn't a huge rap fan. Um, there's like very few rappers that I really look up to, but. My probably biggest influence has probably been Chris Brown. Like since I was a kid, that was the first album my mom ever bought me. As the first, like you know, uh, time I ever like was like, damn, I really want to do music, you know? Yeah, I can see that. I can see the um, yeah, the similarities. The similarities, not, yeah, not the same thing, but definitely somewhat similar for sure. Thanks. So earlier this year, you uh, performed at Drum NYC. How was that whole experience? Drum was different. Um. I actually remember that I, I performed there a few times uh, years ago when I was younger. So to actually be able to come back um, was, was definitely dope to see. Dope scenery. Um, you know, different crowd, that New York vibe to it. So had to bring out, you know, the best to them. I had to bring them scream, you know, different to my, a lot of my versatility I was able to show there. So that was a dope experience to be a part of. And then the beat was fucking amazing. Now you just said you... You went back there. What, what did you do before? When you uh, were, were you there in the crowd, or were you, were you performing? Uh, I, I was there performing like years ago. Uh, they used to do this thing called Mic Check Wednesdays. Oh, nice! And you know, you come through that like local artists. Everybody come through, perform, put on a set. And yeah, I was like probably like fifteen or sixteen, and wow. you're not, not really supposed to be in there because it's like twenty one up. So that was like a big thing for me That's back then, cool. and then to be able to come back and you know touch on the same basis was definitely dope. Damn, I was about to say, like... <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty dope. So you're currently with Sloppy Vinyl. Um, how did you find out about Sloppy Vinyl? Or, like, how did, like, that whole relationship just, like, start out? So, actually, Sloppy Vinyl reached out to me. Well, not Sloppy Vinyl. Technically, uh, Mike, who runs Water Music Publishing, he's our partner and CEO with Sloppy Vinyl, reached out to me one day, and I had just got out of, like, um, a situation that didn't work so well. I just got out of it, so I was really standoffish to like receiving phone calls as far as management or like anybody really wanted to help. I kind of just wanted to like try things on my own for a little bit. But he calls me, he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I got this place distribution deal, something about this, that, and the third. And I'm like, "Ah, okay, like I'll give you a call back." Um, then next thing you know, I get a call from like a, a mentor of mine. He's like, "Yo." I got to connect for you. You just got a phone call from somebody named Mike. Like, we need to get you over there ASAP. And I'm like, like, what's it about? Like, I'm not really too sure. Um, I finally get over there, and it's like some shot out of a movie, you know? Like, some shit off of, like, you know, Fox, like a show called Stars or something like that. Like, it's just, you know, a creative space, studio, 
photo shoots, videographers, whatever you need, like, it's all here in this one place. And Mike just came to me, like, I swear I felt like I was about to sign like a million dollar bill. It was just like, yo, <laughs> this is what I could offer for you. I came to find you. And Mike told me, like, I don't, I don't really go to find anybody. So that to just even to hear that and to know him and his credits and the work that he's done, and that shit meant a lot to me. Word. Yeah, no, um, what's it called? Going off the basis of, like, because uh, it sounds like you were making music, obviously, before Sloppy Vinyl. How long have you been making music and writing and, you know? I've been making music since I was about 13. Oh, wow. And you performed at drum at 15 and 16. <laughs> That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I've been performing forever. I went to a performing art school, so, you know, it's kind of just locked in me i can't help but if i'm if i'm doing anything it's performing for sure really cool you actually worked with samad savage for duo liddy uh samad was on our podcast, was on our podcast mm-hmm. as well what was that uh whole relationship and like the process yeah, of making that song all right so me and samad go way back like way 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 back like he'll tell you himself like we was like on the ground floor like literally just you know doing shows, doing jersey tours, Drewski and all kinds of shit. Um oh, wow. but uh you know the actual idea of it actually started a long time ago too. And I was looking for something like to to put, put like a modern feel on something that sounded like like the eighties, you know? Yeah. And um, you know, some other type of person you tell him your idea or you tell him like what you're looking for, he's like, Oh bet, got you. Be back days later with She Wants It All. And that was from that moment, it was just like we just locked in like this. Yeah, because I was gonna say that song is very like retro sounding, but somehow yeah. makes it like relate to like everything that's going on right now. If that makes sense. That's that's what R&B does, and I bridge the gap, you know. Yeah, no, I that's one of my one of my probably one of my favorite songs off that album as well. It's just like I don't know, it's like a vibey song, you know. I don't know how yeah. to explain it. It's just like dynamic. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just like. You could listen to it any time of the day. Yeah. And fuck with it. Yeah, you could, it fits whatever mood you're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, you you sort of recently performed for uh Mama Jones for at her uh, birthday party. Like I know you also like what's it called? I think you you I think you posted something saying that you have uh what's the word? It's not the song. Sang? He sang for her in the past. Yeah. He sang for her in the past. Um like how did that, like just just explain like how that all occurred? I, I got you. Like, I got you. What? So while I was in high school, um, my management team at the time, you know, we were big on traveling, you know, just trying to get you know, grow my fan base. Uh, so we go up and down south, you know, Charlotte, Atlanta. Uh, we'd be in Philly a lot, just you know, performing again and different things. Um, my publicist at the time, Cynthia Horner, uh, used to edit for Right On Magazine, and she's. Her and her husband are well connected. Like I'm talking about, I was I was every I was a little bit everywhere. I was at the Love and Hip Hop event. Mind you, I was like 15, <laughs> like super young, too young to be there. But you know, I remember my brother having to like pay the pay the bouncers at the door to get me in here. <laughs> Yo, I swear, like it was, it was crazy. But um, my very very first time meeting her was actually in Newark. She came to one of our um, Lincoln Park festivals where I performed at, um, and then after that. I relinked up with her at a John Blasting game fashion event. Where you know I would just go uh, a few days before while everybody was coming in, seeing the place, sing to everybody, everybody. I'm talking about everybody, like just come just to get my voice out there. And one day I saw Mama Jones, and he's like, "Yo, like, go go talk to her, like go go sing to her." I'm like, "All right, bet." 
And when I saw her at the party, she was like, I remember you. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that was years ago. Like, damn. So that was just crazy. That's, wow, that's, cool. that's really dope. And what's it called? You said you did that when you were 15 to 16 when you met her? Yeah. So... Met Mama Jones at 15 to 16. Performed at drama. <laughs> Performed at drama at 15 to 16. That's crazy. That's so funny. That's so that, like I. That's just crazy to me. Um, yeah, man. So not a full moment. Yeah, exactly. So since you've been doing it for so long, um, what would you say to up and coming R&B artists, artists in general, just artists in general? Like, what would you? What, what's the best advice you could probably give them? The best advice I could give for upcoming artists would probably be never never stop trying to learn to be better. Never be scared to try different things. And never be afraid to fail. Because if you don't do any of those things, there's literally no way that you're going to ever get to the, the next point in life, you know? If you stay, like, stubborn in your ideas, you, you know, it keeps you stagnant. And you'll notice shit in a, in, in a few months, you'll be left behind wondering like damn why am i still doing the same thing so definitely like trust yourself trust the process work it's good advice yeah what would you say your general message is with your music like to the listener Ooh, that's a good one that's a good one in general um be 100 percent yourself uh don't don't ever try to don't ever let don't let anything change you or who you are go and just be 100% yourself. And what I mean by that is, like I told you guys, or like, you know, like we talked about, uh, I do any type of genre of music. I don't care. I was that weird kid when I was younger. It was like, why are you playing this? And I'm like, because, like, this is what I like. And now that I'm older, I can definitely, like, you know, sing on just about anything. So definitely be 100% true to yourself. Be you. Don't let nobody change you, ever. Word. Word. So um, we actually have a couple, like, more fun questions instead of, you know, like, uh, yeah, just more fun questions. Yeah. Um, right. if you had to get rid of one state in the U.S., what state would it be? Utah. Utah. <laughs> why? Why Utah? You know how it sounds when you say it, like, <laughs> like that shit don't sound. I mean, I cannot see Utah and make it sound like nice. Like, it's just like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Utah. Utah. I get. I, I get. That's understandable. Well, to all the Utah people. I'm sorry. I love y'all. Y'all can come to Jersey, I think. <laughs> yeah, just go to come, come here. Live here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so what would you say, like, your favorite place to visit? Beach or, like, any kind of swimming pool. Anything, anything with water. I love big bodies of water. What do you think of water parks? Because I kind of went away from water parks, like, as of recently. Yeah, um... It's funny, I actually used to work at a water park. Um, oh, well. And I just, I think just, like, being there so much is kind of like, ah. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I got literally just riding shit all day, every day, so yeah. it's like, uh, Yeah, I understand that. I think all, like, I'm not even gonna lie, I think because of COVID, like, I just don't want to go to a water park ever again. <laughs> I don't know why. Listen, it's just, I, I think I became semi-germaphobe. Mm. So listen, it's, like, it's chlorine in, in the water, it's chlorine. Yeah, That's I know, true. but like, do you know how many kids probably peed in the the fucking yeah, the... pool? That's what that's what I was yeah. thinking. I could get pink eye like this if I just fucking yeah. Didn't. But the chlorine kills the pink eye. Pink eye. Yeah, the pink eye. I don't feel like a, like a skin infection. I don't think you would get pink eye from 
Yeah, like maybe. I mean, I don't know. I've never had to like fart in the water and you right there. Maybe you get a little bit of pink eye. I don't think you'll get it from just swimming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's worse shit in the water we drink. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That, that is very true. true. There's like cow shit. In that. I yeah, mean, no, every, I, every I, kind I, of shit. I don't trust water anymore, man. <laughs> I just don't trust fucking water. Did you Did you hear about um? I don't know. I don't, this is kind of off topic, but did you hear about how Alaska now has or they like found out that there's been chlamydia in their water? <laughs> Like, there's chlamydia living in Alaskan waters. You That's gave, wonderful. So they're advising people not to go into the water. <laughs> I don't even know how that it's fucking waterborne. happens. Damn, what the fuck? How do you... What, what thing was... It like, I don't even know how it got in the I don't want to know either. <laughs> but, like, apparently, like, it, I remember it happened, like, kind of in the middle of the p- pandemic. I don't think I had to do anything with the pandemic, but I just remember seeing the Bro, article. It must be boring in Alaska. If you're gonna get chlamydia in the damn water, yeah, no, exactly. To a waterborne illness like that, you got to be pretty bored. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how how much chlamydia do you have to like put for it to be in all of the water. That's what I want to know. Like, well, apparently, like just like developed. Like there was a chemicals that like just made it. Like it wasn't like someone like just hop in the water and they just happened to have chlamydia and it just like spread through the water. It was like a chemical in the water like just made chamidia. So I think I'm fortunate being scared of water now. Yeah, see, see, see. Now we know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, now you just scared him from his like most favorite thing. <laughs> Good job. Good job. My, my bad. My bad. <laughs> he got the beach. He can send the sand. That's nice. Listen, I don't. That's close. That's too close to Alaska somehow. I'm. <laughs> that water's connected I, somehow, bro. I'm. I got a. I got a tub. I think I mentioned this when we were down the shore. <laughs> I think I mentioned this to you, Aiden, when we were down the shore. Uh, but we still went in the water, so I mean. <laughs> what do you? What would you say? Like your favorite like designer company is? Do you do you buy designer clothes or anything designer? And if so, um, or just one you, you like? fuck with? Yeah, yeah, one you fuck with. Maybe you don't have to buy it, but you really fuck with their their styles and their trends. Um, I don't know specific designers, but I could tell you like definitely like store brands. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see, like for my regular wear, like just to go, you know, out. I fuck with Zara heavy. Like Zara is different. Like high, super high fashion. You know, like not everybody, especially around where I'm from, is wearing it. So it's always like, damn, what he got on? You feel me? Um, and like for my like street wear, like I'm just gonna go hang out, cool and packs, and I can have some dope shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I fuck with I'm packs. Like, I'm, I'm up in Paxson, man. Paxson has a lot of cool stuff. They always yeah. do. And But the problem is, not going to lie, some of their shit's kind of expensive. So I never buy too much there. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. But like, like that's like these right here. These uh, these chucks. I don't know if you can see them. Oh, right, right. The uh, shoes there are nice. pretty good. Like, price. You know I mean? Like, I, I, I bought these from Paxson. They were like 100 and something. But, you know, like, that was like a couple years ago. And these are some of my favorite. Fucking shoes. Like, they have all the Playboy shit at Paxson. Like, I love Playboy. I got the hoodie, the shorts, the socks. You know? That's fine. Yeah, like, um, well, $100 is not too bad for, for, for shoes, shoes though. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I know their shoes, like, the shoes that they sell there usually are pretty reasonable. So, like, but when I, I was talking more, like, sweatpants jeans. and, like, jeans, like, their <laughs> shit is so fucking crazy. But sometimes it's quality shit though, like it lasts. You yeah, know? no, yeah, no, that sure. no, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm, but I'm also saying like I could go to Target and get like sweatpants for like twenty five dollars. It's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the best. It's not gonna be the same, man. 
Maybe I'm just cheating. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying, but you won't, you, you won't feel the same. But I get you. Nah, I, maybe I, maybe once I buy them, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. some like expensive ass sweatpants. You'll, yeah, you'll like, never want to get cheap sweatpants again. Bro. I'll never take them off. I'll just have expensive fast <laughs> sweatpants. I'll be flexing on everyone. It might smell a little, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But listen, that makes you happy, man. You know. <laughs> What is what what is a hobby outside of making music like something you just really enjoy doing? Honestly, my whole life is music for real, for real. Damn. Like I, I, I'm trying to think back. Like, what else did I do? If it wasn't music, it was like performing arts related. Like before I actually started singing, I used to do like plays and theater, you know, shit like that. Like I'm always involved in something creative, even if it's like working backstage, doing lights or some shit. My whole life is literally like creative arts. Like that's it. Oh wow, Weird. that's that's cool as so. hell. Yeah, and sneaking into festivals that are for 21 year olds and up that's also 15 that's also 16 to go perform <laughs> yeah you feel me you know <laughs> right. I, I don't know i'm trying to get i'm trying to get into like i don't know like maybe like construction or something i'm good with my hands you know like i don't know i could use that to like troll a little bit like i'm building a new world of r&b or some shit i don't know <laughs> word, word. but yeah I can't think of anything else I do, honestly. This is 100% of my life. Like, seriously, everybody around me does music. Everybody I'm in is well-connected doing music or something like that, but this is literally it. Like, so. Weird, man. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's that's about all the time we've got for uh, for today, Hunter. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, say to the audience before we end things off? Make sure you are streaming the best. If you need me on Instagram or any social media platform, that's all that it in. Let it be, Hunter. Before we go out, I'm going to give y'all a little something. It goes, uh, Shorty knows she can get it. Body goes, she the realest. Got the whole club attention. Oh, they sitting. Head to toe, she dripping. Rich game on a hundred. The hub is nothing, but she got these niggas front and front and Yeah, and I got to know what she's here looking for. She the type to fuck with rappers in the ball of pros. It ain't a chick. She likes a different from the rest. I ask her what's next. You got to stream that to get the best. Yes, sir. We're going to have all of his links in the description, so make sure you check out r yes, Hunter. Um, and, yeah, thank you guys for joining us, and thank you, Hunter, for joining us. Of course, of course. It was a pleasure. Like, all right. subscribe, comment. comment, the whole thing, hit the bell. We're on all streaming platforms, so just look at the links. Just look at the links. (laughs) All All right, right. thanks, guys. Peace. Peace. All right, bro, we out.